We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I am certainly delighted today that you have uh, made the decision to join us here for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley, and this hopefully will be our concluding thoughts on the most popular game that humans like to play all through history, and sadly even today, and that is called the Blame Game. We've been looking in Genesis chapter 3, but before I do go any farther, I do want to uh, thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe, share the podcast if it's been a great help to you. And That's all we're trying to do is help people along the way. Uh, let me just say this quickly, too. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're not even living yet. Uh, you're just simply existing. And so I hope and pray uh, that uh, you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You meet him by faith, uh, by faith. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, faith now, believeth in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. I hope you have everlasting life. And by the way, when you get saved and trust Christ as your Savior, everlasting life does not begin when you die. It has begun the moment you got saved. Amen. You, be, you have eternal life. Genesis chapter 3. Uh, for sake of time, I have so much to say today, want to try to cover, but we find in verse number 12 and verse number 13, Adam and Eve's response to their failure, uh, Adam and Eve's response to their personal decision. Notice what they did. And the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? Notice, and the woman said, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Notice where they put the emphasis. It was on the other. Adam put it more on Eve and God, and Eve blamed more on the devil. Now, no doubt, no doubt, uh, there's temptation, uh, there's influence, but I've been trying to help you to understand that our personal decisions, we are going to be accountable for them. So let's not blame Let's not get in that game. That game is not helpful. It's very devastating. For instance, the last episode we dealt with, the first blame was on his spouse. He blamed his spouse. And let me just say this. We are now watching trends, very sad trends in broken marriages and broken relationships where people have gotten out of that relationship what they think is unscathed. And, you know, they're, they've always blamed the other person uh, for the problems. But what's sad is a very sad trend takes place because really there's always problems with both. Humans are flawed. And so what that person does, they kind of live in self-denial and they get out of that relationship. They think, oh, wow, that was all their fault. And then they get in another relationship and they've married another flawed person and that person has problems. But see, here's what they never understand. The, that you're flawed, I'm flawed, and we're going to make mistakes. And the sad trend is that there's just a string of broken relationships and, and just absolutely devastated lives because if we're always blaming the other person, we never realize that we also make bad decisions and lend to the problems. I want you to think about that a minute. That's why the blame game is so devastating because – 
nothing is ever fixed. You might get another relationship, but you're going to have the same problems in that relationship because you've not fixed your problems. You've not let the Lord heal your problems. So think about that in context of the last episode when we dealt with blaming, he blamed his spouse. Then I want you to notice he also blamed God. If you notice there in verse 12, it's subtle. It's very subtle. But if you notice, and the man said, Adam said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me. Did you catch that? He blamed God. Read that verse very closely and emphasize a word that he made very clear. Thou gavest me. Now he's playing a blame and playing this game with God. In other words, we've heard it. We've said it hundreds of times. Well, God, if I wasn't in this position, or God, if you wouldn't have let this happen, think about it now. Things would be different. If things would be different, God, then I would be different. God, if if you cared, then God, I I would do this. If I, I wouldn't have lost my job, God, I would have never done this. No, circumstances should not give us an excuse. Now, again, I said on last episode, influence is so very powerful. Circumstances are very powerful. They are influential. But listen, we need to understand that we cannot blame every decision and every choice we make on on God. God has a purpose. Think about it now. Think about it. When Lazarus died. Martha said to God, now, Lord, if you would have been here, he would not have died. But see, what Martha didn't understand, God had a plan. Lazarus would have died whether he would have been there or not would have been there. It it didn't matter. God had a plan. God had a purpose. He was going to glorify his name. He was going to get great honor and glory from raising Lazarus from the dead. He also was trying to teach Martha and Mary and everyone there uh, more about him. He had a purpose. And so think about that. It's so very, uh, just to be quite honest with you, very immature for us to be sitting around blaming God, blaming God. Adam did it. It feels better. Oh, God, this is your fault. Or God, if this would not have happened, we would not have done this. No, the truth is we have our own personal decisions that we make. And we must start naming them. Let's stand by our decisions. Let's stand by our choices. Let's ask God to help us and to motivate us and to give us aid in making godly decisions. Again, sin doesn't bring joy. Sin brings death. So when we choose to sin, God is not playing hide and seek with this. He's already told us it brings death. So we can't blame God. You know, we are a free will being. Yes, God allows things in our lives. Yes, do we walk through valleys? Yes, do we walk the ridge tops of the mountains? Yes, does the sun shine? Does it rain? Yes, but those circumstances uh, has no bearing on our decision. So we should not blame God. Don't get in playing this game. Do not get in playing this game of blaming God. Adam did it. He said, the woman that y'all gave me, that you gave me, God, that you gave me. I've heard that hundreds of times, you know, and it's it's very subtle. And by the way, I've not only heard it hundreds of times, sadly, I've said it hundreds of times. And, and, and nothing ever gets fixed. It's not God's fault. It is our decisions, how we respond to our circumstances. Uh, it is our personal responsibility, how we 
uh, respond to our sin. And it is our personal responsibility how we respond to others. So he blamed his spouse. He blamed God. And then I want you to notice what Eve did. She blamed the devil. Now, certainly, certainly the devil tempts us. There's no doubt about it. And so I don't want to minimize that. Temptation is not a sin. If you're a Christian and you're just living life, you're going to be tempted of sin. So we, we're not minimizing that thought. The devil absolutely does tempt us. But I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is a fact. This is scripture. But he can't make us do anything. You understand that? He can't make us do anything. So ultimately, we're responsible. I've heard it so many times. Well, the devil made me do it. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, the devil made me do that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It's when we're when we are enticed by lust and we give into it. We do it. We choose it. We react that way. Come on now, let's quit blaming and let's start naming it. Why? Well, how about it? We just own up. Uh, let's be the Christian that owns up. I know it hurts. I know it's not popular. I know that it's against our nature, but the Holy Spirit of God will aid us. You know, years ago, um, I disciplined Kaylee years ago. She was very young and she needed to be disciplined, but the way I disciplined her was wrong. And I'll never forget that day. I walked back into the kitchen and I mean, I went in there and I was leaning up against a chair and it was like the Holy Spirit of God just convicted me and said, you know, Mark, you didn't deal with that right. And so I immediately, I went in there, and I grabbed Kaylee. I picked her up. I, I held her. I started to weep on her shoulder, and I said, Kaylee, please forgive me. I said, you deserved discipline, but I was wrong in the way I disciplined you. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying that I've always done that, but do you know that that's kind of been a special thing between Kaylee and I now? It doesn't have to be always a bad thing when we say, um, you know, Lord, it's me, it's me, and the standing in the need of prayer. Let's own it. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's so good to hear somebody own up and just be honest, isn't it? Get ready. Improvements are about to be made. Business is going to pick up. Hey, change for the better is coming. Why? Because we absolutely, we're not blaming it. We're claiming it. We're asking God to help us to deal with it properly, and we respond to it properly. Get ready. Business is getting ready to pick up. Get ready. That relationship's getting ready to take off. Get ready. Your life is going to have more power on it. Get ready. God's going to do something great. So we're trusting the Lord in all this. Don't play the blame game. Why? Nothing is improved and the problem will never be diagnosed. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.